0: Kia ora and welcome to Family, Fano and Disability, a podcast brought to you by Parent to Parent New Zealand. We are here for the many Kiwi families out there caring for a disabled child or family member. We know the journey caring for a disabled or a neurodiverse child is not an easy or a straightforward one, so this podcast is a place to explore the issues that affect us, to share stories, swap tips and even have a laugh or two. We would love for you to join us each month, so make sure you subscribe. Please also be aware that the views shared are those of the individual and may not represent the views of parent to parent.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Parent to Parent. Please note any views or opinions expressed on the programme are of the individual speakers themselves and do not necessarily represent Parent to Parent as an organisation. Welcome to the Connect, Inform, Support podcast, brought to you by parent to parent a non-profit organisation supporting the families and whanau of people with disabilities all across New Zealand. Welcome to Connect, Inform, Support, the podcast from parent to parent I am your host, Louise Ratcliffe, and on this programme we will be discussing getting back into school for the new term and the potential pitfalls and problems that parents can have getting their children back into the school routine. And we'll also discuss some strategies on how best to deal with those problems. My guest for this programme is Barbara Nelson. Barbara Nelson spent the last five years as a liaison teacher at Westbridge Residential School. She worked with families in their homes, helping parents to support their children getting back into school. Prior to Westbridge, Barbara was day school principal at Salisbury Girls in Nelson for 10 years, where she and the deputy principal developed a support programme for the girls transitioning back into home, into local school and into their local community. She is about to start a new role as director at the Cowrie Centre in Hamilton, an alternative education centre where students are prepared and supported back into mainstream schooling. Welcome to the podcast, Barbara. Thank you very much for speaking to us today thank you. So you have worked for the last five years in a school and with families of children with uh, special needs, preparing them for um, going back into school and things like that. So what I want to talk to our listeners today about is it's January, people will be going back to school in February. So what sort of challenges do people often face when their kids are getting back into school and how can we help them? So so some
0: of the challenges
1: start basically with just the anxiety about hmm. facing
0: another school year.
1: How do we how do we help kids who are who are anxious about going back to school? Well, I think the number one thing is that parents need to accept that this is
0: typical, it's normal, it's not out of the ordinary. All children will have some anxiety about heading back to school regardless of um need. And and it's important for parents to validate that feeling, to yeah. accept it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that they, parents, keep themselves calm, because the, often the children will take the cue from the parent, and yeah. if the parent has had bad experiences, they will be feeling anxiety as well,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's important um, to try not to show that to the child. Yeah. But being observant around the child, watching for changes in behaviour, changes in sleeping patterns to start with, to just be aware of how the child's feeling and to validate those feelings, I think is is really
1: important. So helping to support the child in understanding their own feelings and and understanding that those feelings are normal and it's okay to have them. And also, not only is it
0: okay to have them, but mum and dad or mum, whoever
1: the caregiver Mm. is,
0: is there to support them and there to listen and listening to those concerns Mm -hmm. Um, talking about you know this is going to happen school is going to happen and so talking about it Mm. hearing from the child um, the things they're looking forward to Mm. um, because they will if they've been to school before there will be some good things that they will remember Mm. but also talking about the things that um, are concerning them Mm. and together putting a plan, a coping plan, um, so that the child knows that they're fully supported.
1: Yeah, okay. So say a child is starting back at the beginning of February, as mine are, this year, Um, how far in advance would you recommend parents sort of get started on the, the transition planning for back to school? Just because my, my worry is that if you start too early, then the kid gets ramped up into a state of anxiety. But if you start too late, there's not enough time. So what would your advice be?
0: Well, the advertising's on the television now. Everywhere you go around town now, everything's talking about getting your stationery, getting uniforms and things. So the children will be aware of that. yeah. And that will be starting to um, sink in that actually I have to go back to school. Mm-hmm. So starting at this point by just getting some routines back in place, getting bedtime routines back in place, um, getting up routines Mm -hmm. um, so that it's not a big shock when when school goes back. And those sorts of things can start now. The more entrenched they are, the easier it is when when you are in a highly anxious state. Mm. So yes, starting with those things, and then just um, making it exciting about getting some of the new books and uniforms. They're getting new uniforms, but making it um, not a drudge. But oh, this is an exciting outing. We're going on, and um, we're going to do it together, and, Mm. and making it fun.
1: Yeah yeah if a, if a child is moving maybe into a new year or a new school even uh, and things are going to be new and maybe they haven't been before what sort of advice would you have for parents preparing it when it's all very new and the child doesn't necessarily know what to expect
0: it's possible I think the ideal is to go in to the school when there's no one there go mm. for a play on the playground with them mm-hmm. um, go for a wander around look in the classroom windows and mm-hmm. um, just have a couple of familiarisation visits without any pressure whatsoever making it a fun event whole family events Mm -hmm. um, and then talking about it and often taking photos of different parts of the school that will Mm -hmm. be relevant to them and getting those maybe into a diary or on the bedroom wall so that you can talk about them with them Um, using visuals is, is really good because Mm. The children start seeing that as their place that they're going. So, yeah, that casual walk around. But I think, you know, next week teachers are going to start being back at school and I think it's really important that the parent needs to go in and um, familiarise themselves with the school. Mm -hmm. um, Find out who the teacher's going to be and what class the child's going to be in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, And possibly... Certainly the parent tell the story of their child, but if the child's able to um, record their story in some way, mm-hmm. for them to give that to the parent to take to school as well, mm-hmm. so so that the, the classroom teacher has an opportunity to sort of familiarise themselves, Yeah, just find out things like who is going to be the person that will help the child if they're struggling, mm-hmm. um, Sharing what their worries and concerns are, yeah, and, and then arranging a, a time for the child, taking the child in to meet the teacher and to meet key people, yeah, and key places around the school that will be important for the child,
1: yeah, yeah. And when it comes to getting back to school, is it realistic to expect the child to go back all at once full time, or would it be more reasonable to to arrange to go back? sort of part time to start with if they have real difficulty with the transitions
0: I think it really has to be decided on a one to one basis it depends on the needs of the child it also depends on the um, ability and the planning and work that's gone into the classroom Mm. for setting the child up for success Um, so I think that's something that would need to be discussed with the teacher and the parent at that time Mm. and if the parent has um, a support person, whether it be a school psychologist or whether it's just a friend, Mm. um, take them along to support Mm. them to to get that planning done. Yeah. But I think it's really, um, it's an individually um, planned introduction to the school. Yes. Yes, I wouldn't want to leave it too long, like I would expect them to be there within the first couple of days for some time and as much time as they can manage.
1: Yeah, yeah. but it's Day a, one may be,
0: may be quite difficult because yeah. everybody will be in the new situation. Mm, mm. So that might not be the best day. But then again, it might be. Just
1: yeah. depend on the yeah, child. Yeah, that's it. People, parents know their children and know what's going to work for them. Absolutely. So, So the, the the best advice really is, is to be prepared and talk to the school as well and help the school to be prepared so don't leave it to the last minute because <laughs> uh, yeah I think sometimes parents I, and I include myself think oh, holidays they don't have to think about anything for six weeks now and then the week before school it's just a mad frantic ah get everything organized so. Right,
0: and and the more mad and frantic you are, the more mad and frantic the children become. Exactly,
1: yes. Yeah. So it's a matter of saying, right, I've got to actually be prepared earlier this year. I've actually got to pull my finger out and get on with stuff, <laughs> not pretend yeah. it's not happening. <laughs>
0: I think it's really important for parents to realise I mean I'm a teacher myself and Mm -hmm. I I often remind teachers that I'm working with parents know their children best and giving parents the time um, and and valuing their input into what works best with their child um, I think and going in as a To a teacher and saying, you know, how can we work together to make this year a really successful year Mm. for my child? Yeah, so looking at 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 the whole um, year as a team approach, not you will do the job and I will be the parent. It's it's about being a team together.
1: Yeah, and I think um, from the parents I've spoken to, there have been occasions where the parents are automatically on the defensive because they've had experiences with teachers who weren't supportive in the past so they're automatically making the assumption that they're going to have to fight again so I know what what sort of advice would you give to parents when approaching teachers as as to how how to approach the teacher in the best way to get get them into that team idea I think
0: it's always talking about us as a team we together um, using the language that it not you and me you Mm. and them um it's about us together and i'm a great believer that no change is ever made unless the whole team around the child Mm. is um working together collaboratively so you know i'm not here to criticize i'm here to work with you to get the best for my child so Mm. how can we do that Mm. it's showing some understanding the fact that the teacher has got a lot of other children in the class oh yeah but, but letting
1: them know that this is about us working together. Mm. Yeah, because the, the feeling, the impression I've had from from other parents who've had negative experience has been where they've, they've gone in and tried to get the teacher on side, but the teacher has um, reacted as if they're uh, an unreasonably demanding parent and they're giving their child special treatment. So they tend to get a bit gun-shy after that.
0: <laughs> and, and so I think probably giving a support person who who is able to um, support them through that is really yeah. important. Mm. Nobody can do the job on their own. They mm. need to work with the plan. And I think teachers. I'm a teacher, but I'm aware that there are a lot of teachers who find it difficult to accept that parents know something about their children too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and while they want the best for every child in their class, um, sometimes they just find it hard to to um, yeah, work in that collaborative way. Mm. So I think it's about. Unfortunately, I think it's more for the parents to build that relationship and yes. build that um yeah. that collaboration. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's understandable. And you can
0: support people if they need them.
1: Yeah, I think um, that that's a wise plan. Have almost like having a mediator there to diffuse any potential tension. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. I I've done that for a number of um, parents that I've sort of remained friends with after leaving working with their children. Mm-hmm. Once they hit high high school, high school seems to be or secondary school seems to be um, quite a difficult one. Yeah. Um, and so having somebody and I know there are advisors in the Ministry of Education now, senior advisors, who mm. will take that role for parents and support them um, to get a, a working relationship in the school. Mm, that's good.
1: So, yeah. so so parents can look up on the Ministry of Education website and maybe find out if there's an advisor they could work with if they need if they feel that they need yes. it. Excellent. Yes. yes. Is there one more piece of advice you'd give parents in in getting back to school over the next few weeks? As we're hoping to have this podcast out within the within a few days, so it goes out before everyone goes back to school. So, have you got right. one la- one last piece of advice for those parents out there?
0: Um, I think when they meet with the teacher, they ask for a timetable of what the school day will look like, yep. and they share that with the child. And just you know, during the day over the next couple of weeks, saying, "Oh, it's one o'clock, maybe." Um, have a look at the time table and see what you would be doing at school at this time so oh, that they're yeah. starting to think, think school things. That's but a cool idea. I guess that's the main piece of advice is to validate the child's feelings yeah. and to let them know that I'm your rock and I'm there to support you.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll, hopefully we'll get those parents out there all... Teaming up with all the teachers to get the best out of all our kids. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> awesome. Than thanks very much, Barbara. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Connect, inform, support from parent to parent. Presented by Louise Ratcliffe. Many thanks to Wintech Music and Performing Arts Department. This program and its show notes are available for download on our website, parenttoparent.org.nz.
0: This has been Family, Farno and Disability from Parent to Parent. I have been your host, Johanna. We hope that you enjoyed the podcast and that you'll join us again soon.